Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The number of coronavirus disease cases in the country continues to decrease, according to Health Secretary Francisco Duque III. Duque said after recording the highest number of cases the first week of April, cases are slowly decreasing. The health chief said most of the cases come from the National Capital Region Calabarzon and Central Luzon. Duque said of the 7,255 new COVID-19 cases reported yesterday, May 3, 2,402 were from NCR, 1,419 from Calabarzon, 839 from Central Luzon, and 2,595 from the rest of the regions. He said the healthcare utilization rate have also improved. Duque said even the temporary treatment and monitoring facility utilization rate is also decreasing. Meanwhile, President Duterte is willing to lift the strict community quarantine restrictions in Metro Manila and nearby provinces once the coronavirus situation improves. Duterte admitted that he had difficulty extending the movement curbs but promised to remove them without delay if the situation warrants. Una po patuloy na bumababa ang mga naitatalang kaso sa buong bansa, kabilang po dito ang National Capital Region. Ikalawa, bagamat nananatiling mataas ang ICU utilization rate, nakatulong ang paglalaan ng mas maraming ICU beds uh, papaliwanag ko po ho ito sa uh, mga susunod na mga slide. Ikatlo pong pangunahin mensahe sa patuloy na pagkalat din naman ng ating mga variants of concern sa labing dalawang rehiyon kinakailangan na mas mapaigting at mahigpit na pagpapatupad po ng ating uh, prevention, isolation, detection, isolation, treatment, and reintegration uh, strategies. At ikaapat po, kami ay muling nananawagan para sa mas mahigpit na border control at pagsunod sa ating quarantine protocols upang mapigilan natin ang pagkalat ng variants of concern na dala ng mga international travelers kabilang ang mga returning overseas Filipinos. But let me assure to the people that uh, once uh, things begin to clear, uh, we will uh, lift the quarantine immediately uh, without delay. Okta Research Group expressed hope that the slight easing of mobility restrictions in the NCR Plus areas will not cause a spike in the number of coronavirus disease cases, noting that the downward trend remains unstable. This developed as Okta Research Fellow Dr. Guido David said the effect of the Flexible Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine, or MECQ, will be known by next week. 
At the peak of the surge, Metro Manila averaged 5,550 COVID-19 cases per day, while the whole country averaged more than 10,000 cases per day. The group he noted is hoping that the slight easing of mobility restrictions in the NCR Plus areas will not cause a spike in the number of COVID-19 cases as the downward trend remains unstable. He said the decrease in the average daily cases in Muntinlupa, Las Piñas, and Valenzuela has slightly flattened as compared to the previous week. Octa also observed a slow decline in the number of daily reported cases in Paranaque and Mandaluyong during the last week. Okta also stressed that it is too early to say now if the restriction can be relaxed and we have not yet seen the full effect of the two-week MECQ. President Rodrigo Duterte made clear that despite China's vaccine donation to the country, the nation's sovereignty in the West Philippine Sea and territorial spat with China must not be compromised. The chief executive believes that diplomatic talks is still vital in solving the issue. Our Malacanang senior correspondent, Jenilyn Kabiling, has the story. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte thumbed down on any disrespectful behavior as he recognized that China remains a benefactor of the country. Duterte, who previously thanked China for its donated vaccines, asserted the nation actually owed a lot to the Asian neighbor. China remains to be our uh, benefactor. And uh, just because, uh, you know, if I may just add something to the narrative, just because we have a conflict with China doesn't mean to say that we have to be rude and disrespectful. As a matter of fact, we have to many things to thank for China for the help in the past. And itong mga tulong nila ngayon. Despite China's vaccine donation, the chief executive earlier stressed he would not compromise the nation's sovereignty in the West Philippine Sea amid the territorial spat with China. Prior to his speech, the president got his first shot of the coronavirus vaccine developed by China's Sinopharm. Duterte's remarks came after Foreign Affairs Secretary Teodoro Loxin Jr. told China to get out of the Philippine waters. Loxin appeared exasperated over the unlawful stay of some Chinese vessels in the country's waters. The palace earlier had no qualms about Loxin's comment, saying it was part of free speech. But while he called for respect towards China, the president spewed out profanity-laced tirade against former Supreme Court Justice Antonio Carpio and former Foreign Affairs Secretary Albert Del Rosario, who have been critical of his soft stance on the West Philippine Sea issue. Duterte resented the two former officials for blaming him for supposedly not doing enough to assert the country's claims in the area. He pointed out the country lost control over a shoal when ships were pulled out during the past administration. The president maintained there was no reason for trouble, adding the Filipino fishermen were simply hungry and needed something to eat. Well, 
At ang yung, hayaan lang ninyo yung mga may isda. Kasi ang tao kumakain. I told China that, I, I know that it's yours. According to you. I've heard that several times. But you know, you must also have heard of the fact that people are hungry. Ang Pilipino ay gutom. And you are not oblivious to that fact. So, uh, kindly just allow our fishermen to fish in peace. And so there is no reason for trouble. If there is one a brewing, you call our attention and we can talk immediately to solve the problem. Manila earlier filed a string of diplomatic protests against the presence of over 200 Chinese ships at the Julian Felipe Reef, located within the country's waters. Some ships reportedly left the area, but merely moved to other areas in the West Philippine Sea based on a report by a government task force. China earlier claimed these were not militia ships, but fishing vessels taking refuge from rough sea conditions. Meanwhile, President Duterte said he never promised to take back the West Philippine Sea when he ran during the 2016 presidential campaign. The president claimed that he avoided discussing the territorial dispute during the past campaign, recognizing that such serious matter needed diplomatic discussions. I never, never in my campaign as president promised the people that I would retake the West Philippine Sea. I did not promise that I would pressure China. I never mentioned about China and the Philippines in my campaign because that was a very serious matter. We need to have a uh, diplomatic tokatistian. In a presidential debate prior to his victory in 2016, Duterte offered to go to Spratly's Island via jet ski and plant the Philippine flag to assert the country's sovereignty. He later clarified his statement was just hyperbole, to stress his point that he would not give up the country's claims in the West Philippine Sea. For MB Now, this is Janeline Kabiling reporting. The easterlies, which have been prevailing for the past days, will continue to bring warm and humid weather conditions across the Philippines. Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration said on its latest bulletin today, cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms will affect eastern Visayas, Caraga, and Davao region. Pagasa advised those in these areas to take extra precaution against possible flash floods or landslides due to moderate to at times heavy rains. Meanwhile, Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated rain showers. There is also a possibility of flash floods or landslides during severe thunderstorm activities in these areas, according to Pagasa. The Weather Bureau has been recording warmer daily air temperatures due to the dominance of the easterly winds in the past several days. In Metro News, PGH says COVID occupancy rate at more than 90% while ICU still full. Navota City reports highest decrease in new COVID-19 cases 
in NCR. And 3,000 Sputnik V doses arrive at the Santa Ana Hospital in Manila. More from this report. The Philippine General Hospital, or PGH, on Tuesday said the number of its COVID-19 admissions remains high with an occupancy rate of more than 90%. PGH spokesman Dr. Jonas Del Rosario said 234 out of 250 allotted COVID-19 beds in the hospital are currently occupied. The hospital's intensive care unit is also full, according to Del Rosario. Given the hospital's current numbers, Del Rosario said he would prefer the modified enhanced community quarantine to be further extended after May 14. Del Rosario, however, said they will still have to see if numbers will change during the two-week MECQ flex. Navota City has reported the biggest number of decrease in terms of new COVID-19 infections among all cities in the national capital region last week. Citing report from Okta Research Team, the local government said its daily attack rate plunged to negative 76% after logging 33 new cases from April 25 to May 1, the lowest among all metro cities. Last week, Daras was significantly as the city once reported 137 new cases at its peak. Tianco also said fewer residents have been contracting the virus since the local government implemented the use of quarantine band system starting last week of March to track those suspected and confirmed cases. A total of 3,000 Sputnik V COVID-19 vaccine doses arrived at Santa Ana Hospital in Manila on Monday, May 3. The vaccines were part of the initial batch of 15,000 doses of Sputnik V developed by Russian Gamaleya Institute, which were delivered to the country last Saturday. The vaccines are being stored at Manila COVID-19 Vaccine Storage Facility. The Sputnik V vaccine should be stored in a dark place and in temperature not over negative 18 degrees. Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrano de Magoso, who was present during the vaccine's arrival, said the capital city began vaccinating medical frontliners age 18 above using Sputnik V as soon as they get the go signal from the Department of Health. Santa Ana Hospital and Hospital ng Maynila Medical Center will serve as the vaccination sites for the health workers. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Pangasinan reports 8.4% occupancy rate of isolation facilities. Bohol Town Fishers earn 117,000 pesos from BFAR floating fish cages and at least 500 mangrove seedlings planted in Davao City. Here are the details. The occupancy rate of the isolation facilities in the province of Pangasinan is only at 8.4% according to the Provincial Interagency Task Force. Provincial Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Office Chief Rodin Lunchivar Oro said that only 171 are occupied out of the 2,035 established quarantine facilities in Pangasinan. He attributed the lower occupancy to slow transmission of the coronavirus disease in the province. Oro also added that all of the local government units in Pangasinan have established their respective COVID-19 isolation facilities including in the towns of Burgos, Santa Barbara, and Tayug. A maritime floating fish cage project installed in 2020 by the Department of Agriculture's Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources in Central Visayas has started giving actual benefits to the fishermen in Bohol's southern town of Maribohok. 
members of the Maribohok Coastal Barangay Law Enforcers Association have reaped the benefits of the maritime floating project with a harvest of 936 kilos of bangus from the fish cage installed off the shores of Poblacion Village. The harvest translated into a whopping 117,000 pesos of income from the sales of their first harvest. In 2019, the group recorded a 222,600 pesos profit from two separate harvests. Some 500 mangrove seedlings were planted by the members of the Philippine Coast Guard to protect and ensure the sustainability of coastal communities in Davao City. The mangrove seedlings were planted at a 3,000 square meter mangrove forest in Barangay Lasang, Davao City. Mangroves are biodiversity hotspots acting as nurseries for fishes. They also help mitigate climate change by sequestering carbon above and below the ground. It also shields coastal communities from intense storms. A total of 14 sacks of non-biodegradable waste materials were also collected during the activity. In world news, deadly oxygen shortage continues as India nears 20 million cases. Novavax starts COVID vaccine trials on children. And New York to lift many COVID-19 restrictions. Let's watch this report. India's total COVID caseload neared 20 million on Monday as oxygen shortages in hospitals exacerbated a devastating second wave and much-needed foreign assistance continued to pour in. Infections have soared by around 8 million since the end of March, according to official data. India's underfunded healthcare system is under severe strain, with fatal shortages of beds, oxygens, drugs, and oxygen, leaving some to die awaiting treatment in long queues outside hospitals in capital New Delhi and other cities. Several Hospitals sent out desperate appeals for oxygen on social media overnight, with deliveries arriving only in the nick of time. One children's clinic in Delhi raised the alarm on Twitter over a shortage of oxygen that has reportedly left around 25 to 30 newborns and children at risk. U.S. biotech firm Novavax said Monday it had started clinical trials of its proposed COVID-19 vaccine on children in a program that will involve up to 3,000 adolescents aged 12 to 17. Far fewer children have been sick with COVID-19 compared to adults, and most have mild and no symptoms, but they can be infected and spread the virus. Novavax said the trials would test the efficacy and safety of vaccine with participants receiving either the vaccine candidate or placebo in two doses, 21 days apart. Participants will be monitored for up to two years after their injections. Novavax announced at the end of January that clinical trials conducted in Britain involving 15,000 adults showed 89.3% efficacy. Other vaccine companies including Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and Pfizer are also conducting trials in adolescents. Vaccine authorization for children is seen as a crucial step towards achieving herd immunity. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced a major easing of coronavirus restrictions on Monday, including the imminent resumption of 24-hour operations on the city subway. The announcement highlights how far the Big Apple, once the epicenter of the United States outbreak, has come in getting the virus under control. From May 19, percentage limits on occupancy will be scrapped for many businesses and cultural venues in the city, including shops, restaurants, cinemas, and museums, Cuomo said. These limits currently vary between 33 
to 75% capacity. Businesses will be allowed to welcome as many as they want, provided six feet of social distancing is maintained, as recommended by the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Outdoor gathering limits double from 250 to 500 people, while 250 people will be able to get together indoors up to 100. Larger gatherings will be allowed if everyone in attendance is either vaccinated or recently tested negative. In entertainment, fans were stunned when Miss Universe Philippines creative director Jonas Gafford uploaded on Instagram new and sexy photos of Rabia Mateo, the country's representative, to the 69th Miss Universe pageant. In the Instagram post, Gafford said that they are counting down the days before the competition starts. Mateo is seen looking gorgeous and sexy in a one-piece swimsuit and a jacket all glammed up and daring. Gafford added that Rabia is ready for the country's fifth Miss Universe crown. Meanwhile, Filipino pageant fans online were surprised when Miss Universe Singapore, Bernadette Bell Ong, revealed that she is also Pinoy. In her up-close video for Miss Universe, she said that she actually came from the Philippines saying that she was born here in the country and stayed here until the age of 11. Currently, Bernadette is on her way to Miami to join other candidates at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida, where the 69th Miss Universe competition will take place on May 16, May 17 in the Philippines. In sports, Kiefer Ravenna became the first Filipino athlete to sign an endorsement deal with the iconic Jordan Brand. Jordan Brand made the announcement on Tuesday, May 4, making Ravenna a rare inclusion into the brand popularized by the great Michael Jordan. Ravenna's shoe contract came months after becoming a talk on social media when he sported one of only 150 pairs of the Jordan 4 Manila colorway during the brand store opening at Bonifacio Global City in Taguig. Among the prominent NBA players who have shoe deals with Jordan are Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans, and Russell Westbrook of the Washington Wizards. And those are the news on web today, May 4, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link of this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.